Too Many Comics, episode 202, take 1,560,000. <laughs> You you laugh, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Not even going to get into the specifics, but Skype sucks. FaceTime audio sucks. Something's going on. We're using a roundabout way to record this. I uh, hope it all comes out. So excuse us for just powering through an episode to make sure that we can make this happen. Go. All right. Marvel's Disney series all have feature film budgets. I like it. We're looking at a 100 to 150 million per season of six to eight episodes. Um, so we're getting top notch quality here. I like it. And I think you'd said before that, um, I learned this a few minutes ago on the f- other version of the show that, uh, the Netflix shows combined I mean, had like, like a hundred million, 200 million, 200 for, for, for like all of them. Right. Put yeah. Together. So yeah, they, they, they are investing in this for sure. Certainly more than the inhumans. Yeah. So it seems like the Netflix ones were 3.8 million per episode. And then quick math on these. Uh, I mean, you're looking anywhere from like 10 to 15 million per episode. So Yowza. way bigger budgets. Yowza. But I'll, I'll be and there. Welcome. Yep. Uh, this is old news by now, but we are got to touch base on it here. Spider-Man will stay in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. A new deal has been reached. Thank God. That was, that was, this, a, was this truly in doubt? I mean, I, I don't know how it works in Hollywood clearly, but like, I think the fact that it actually made it public was probably pretty serious. I always thought somebody was kind of just leaking info to make something happen. And what? stories have come out after this too, that have given credit to Tom Holland for his appearance at, I think it was D 23 or somewhere where he was uh, with Disney. And I guess he made a call to both sides. Uh, they could just be making him out to be the hero, but this is good news all around. I like it. I've been reading too many comics. So we've got one more Spider-Man uh, film in the trilogy with Tom Holland. And then I think it's two more Disney films he'll be able to be in, if I'm remembering correctly. Okay. And then I don't care how they're splitting up the money. So yeah, whatever to that. I mean, I'm paying somebody. So you guys figure it yeah, out. That's fine. Um, so we had the, the we had these details via our chat with uh, David Peppos. And since New York City Comic Con just ended, he did officially tease Spencer and Lock 3. I mean, I enjoy the series. I really do. No, granted, we haven't paid for very much of it, <laughs> but yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, I mean, I've well, I've uh, what's it called? Subscribed on Comicsology to the second rendition, and I think I did. Even though he sent us the first one, I think I did go to Comicsology and buy it during a sale just to throw a little support, and then I'll, I'll happily subscribe to number three. I may have done that too, because he's a nice guy. Yeah, of course, we will welcome him back when that comes out. I'm sure. Um, so I guess I'll drop this out here. So if you, uh, subscribe to us, however you do, uh, you may have noticed that we've updated our, our branding. Uh, I, I've said before, a buddy of mine, super talented, uh, as a, as a project wanted to sort of, you know, sort of provide us a, a suite of, of too many comics presentations and, um, across all medium, you're going to start seeing that stuff now, including, uh, we're now on Spotify, right? This is true. That's pretty big. I feel like you've been asking for this for a long time. 
Well, I mean, I have Spotify. Do you listen to podcasts on Spotify? I do. Interesting. Well, because they're, they're there. I mean, that's. I mean, I'm already listening to the stuff anyway. And I mentioned before, uh, I walk to work, so it's like perfect. All right. Well, we are. Did you subscribe to us in there? Why would I do that? You I don't subscribe to the show to increase no. our downloads and our awareness. I mean, one unique download's gonna really matter. You've never given us a fake review. Are you really no. Kazong? No, Lord, yeah, because <laughs> I fucking hate myself. Yeah, I, I, I pick on myself specifically for the things I've said on the show. Uh, yeah, fuck that guy. All right. Well, listen, yeah. we're happy to be there. And uh, my brother did notice the new logo. Uh, he liked it. And uh, we got some things popping. So good for us. We're finally making that happen. And also, let's try and record two weeks in a row. We will get there. And I just okay. popped, as we're talking, popped into the back end of Spotify. And we've had some streamers and listeners there. How many? Uh, two. <laughs> <laughs> Well, a couple of days. Yeah, whatever. We, we haven't promoted it or anything, so no. there you go. Uh, and I still eventually want to get us moved over to the other service I was talking about. Um, the Square, where we kind of just upload them into Squarespace now, and it limits the RSS feed to, to the last 100 episodes, which is probably fine. I mean, if you're, you're not going to be listening, it's not the type of show that lends itself to listening to, uh, right to the beginning, the archive, the pilot. Yeah, unless you picked up an, an interview. But uh, even still, uh, someday I will get us fully moved over. You don't want to listen to the pilot? <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, let's talk some books. Okay, Strike Force number one out of uh, DC. This is by... Marvel. I'm sorry, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I know the difference, people. Um, this is by Tiny Howard. He's also going to be doing the Excalibur book that's dropping at the end of this month. Um, so I guess it goes that we have this group of, of heroes, and they're pretty random, right? You've got Blade... Spider Woman, uh, Angela, Lucky, yeah, well, Winter Soldier, yeah, uh, and and they appear to have staged a coup to steal viruses and things. Yes, and then other Avengers show up and find them, and and take them in in the hostage where custody, and then Blade gets them out, and then we learn this. this it's sort of like a like a like an invasion of the pod people that that that's it, that's shapeshifters doing it. Uh-huh. And they've and they've they they can only shape shift you if they've like t- taken you down. I think that's one of the one of the things. Okay, I had a real hard time with this book, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was waiting to see how far you would go with this. <laughs> I, I mean, I was. There was a lot of story in these twenty six pages. I, I was struggling, and I, I did. Yeah, I, a lot of talking, and I I I worry because I'm really looking forward to the, the new Excalibur book because this is a Silac led book. Because I didn't enjoy the dialogue in this very much at all. Um, let me. How much of like Blade have you ever read? Zero. I guess. Do you have any sort of like having not read him? Are you up on like any of his history and how he fits into the grand scheme of all of the MCU? I, mean, I saw the movies. I see. I guess reading. So I've never read read any sort of Blade stuff. So this is probably my first one. It's probably a bad thing to pick up for the first time. Uh, I remember watching the movies, but I don't think even, I'm not quite sure when the first one came out, but it was at a time when I wasn't like reading comic books. And I certainly didn't realize that like Blade existed in a world with like Iron Man and Hulk and like characters that I knew. And 
I'm not in even outside of blade like into like the whole vampire genre so it's like odd to me where he fits in and what's going to be happening with him like hanging with like these characters that i do know uh, and that that probably sounds sound stupid to like someone who's been around the block and knows a lot about blade and you know knows more marvel history than i do but um yeah i don't know if i'll continue with this book i'm excited to see you know i, I remember liking the movies back in the day I'm excited to see what they do with the character moving forward on the big stage with uh, Mahershala Ali. And, but I don't know if I, I think I might be like sitting on the sidelines until that his character is about to come out on stage until I like, yeah, read I mean, something. that makes sense because there's, there's too many comics. That's anyway, what I'm saying. So uh, a pass for me. And I, yeah, I was very, con- and, very and, confused. And when you're reading something like um, deceased, which we'll, we'll discuss later. Um, this book to me, at least on the cover, made me feel like it was going to be something kind of like that, like like a doomsday kind of thing or what's happening. And it's not that. It's not that at all. Mm-hmm. And the last time that we had talked, we had planned to read Contagion number one yes. of five by mm-hmm. Ed Brisson. Did you actually read it. this? I have not read it that as well. Suck. Well, listen, we got thrown off guard. Uh, with the whole technical mishap. But I, I will uh, definitely have it uh, at the next episode because I paid for it. The next right, episode. So just chill. Okay. Until, until then. I'm chilling. Uh, for next week, we are looking at Dr. Doom number one. This is writer Christopher Cantwell, artist Salvador La Roca. Uh, comes a new monthly ongoing series. Victor Von Doom, scientist, sorcerer, disfigured face, twisted soul, has been spending much of his time warning against a trillion-dollar global effort to create his, create the first artificial black hole. Wrestling with visions of an entirely different life, a better future, Dr. Doom finds himself at a crossroads. What is he questioning? Catastrophic act of terrorism kills thousands, and the prime suspect is Doom. Victor will have to push his unexplained thoughts aside and focus on remaining alive as the title of Most Wanted Man is thrust upon him. Left with no homeland, no armies, no allies, indeed, nothing at all, will the reign of Dr. Doom come to an abrupt nothing halt? Nothing at all. Nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing <Yeah>. at all. <laughs> okay i mean this is one of those situations where i i was struggling to find a number one and i i saw that you had put this on our, our facebook timeline so i was like well i mean we already kind of talked about it there so i'm not over it yeah i didn't realize that it was like there was like a first look as i thought it was maybe a first look for something coming months from now not necessarily this week uh but i do you know i've mentioned many times i like these books of singling in on a character and exploring that, you know, that Avenue. So, uh, I'm always willing to give these types of things a try. They don't always work out. Um, uh, but, uh, I've been reading a lot of doom bot courtesy of runaways. So, you know, let's make the parlay right, into yeah. Dr. Doom, I guess. What else, uh, uh what else so did we get to? I assume you did too. Uh, Batman curse of the white knight. That's so, but of good. course, God is so good. It's great. It's gritty. And dark, uh, despite the title, and um, but of course, like it's a low stakes game because it's not in the the, the proper universe. So, like someone might have died in this book, I think it's gonna be okay. But but again, the story is just yeah. so well done. My if I had only one, I would say it's it's not. To me, volume one of this book is basically flawless. Like it was shot to number one like with a bullet. Just when we when the Joker was was turned into into Jack Napier and what that meant for Gotham and, and vigilantism. This is not that. Um, but you know, still being able to have stories told in that universe is still very satisfying. Yes. 
Do you think, and I, I don't know if they've announced who will take over Batman um, after Tom King. Uh, should they explore letting Sean Murphy tackle like the canon Batman or kind of just leave his, what he's got going here since he's obviously killing I don't it. Know. That's a good question. I, I feel like that's kind of mudding the waters a little bit. Yeah. And he's also, so I mean, he's inking this and penciling it. Um, I imagine that's probably a, a creative process that he enjoys kind of having complete control over the book. And I don't know that you can keep up that that sort of pace as a monthly and, and how often they yeah. pump out the regular Batman title. Um, but yeah, I mean, that if, you, if you're a Batman fan that's not reading this, shame on you. And I mean, it, it's one of the better things going right now. Um, and they have a, I've talked in the past about collecting hardcovers of things I really like. Uh, they have the first um, arc of this little run that, that Sean Murphy's been doing uh, coming out via hardcover. It's okay. the end of this month, I believe. Um, should be listed on local comic shops. Amazon has it. It's where I have it pre-ordered. Um, cool. Awesome book to nice. have on the shelf. Keep reading it. Uh, no, I'm not uh, Girls. I really said it's concluded. I'm probably three books away from the ending. So tread, tread lightly. Yes. Yeah, I won't say anything other than I started buying these by trade. Uh, the... I finally collected the last trade on Comixology, which I, I quickly purchased. And because it's a book that, you know, is a decent enough storyline and there are too many comics, I did not want to tackle it without kind of just fully going through it again. Uh, so I went back to square one, was reading all the way through. I think I, I have not finished it. I am on the last trade. I forget if I've read two or three issues of the last trade, but before our next recording, yeah, I will have finished all the paper I'm going to do it too. All right. All right. Look forward to it. You. And this is still worth mentioning that Amazon uh, Prime Video picked this up to turn into a TV series. So but live action. Um, we already you know, discussed this. I, I don't like that. I don't. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Um, I threw this in here simply because the the HBO Watchmen mm -hmm. show is about to start, which isn't uh, directly the book. Uh, from my understanding, it's sort of supposed to be in a world of the the book stories are canon um but it's kind of like after the events of the book um i've seen the movie obviously i've read the book many years ago uh, and i realized i didn't own it on comiXology so i did purchase it uh, on a recent sale and my vow is to read it to finish reading it because i have started uh finish reading it before the show comes out because i think the, the show looks pretty cool um I think I think there's some people who are upset that maybe it's not a direct correlation to the book and its own little and that it's, it's its like own a, it's like little story. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, so so much like you know not wanting to finish Paper Girls without immersing myself into all of it, I didn't want to start watching the show without being able to like realize what they're calling out to and uh, you know remembering everything that sort of happened in the book. So just to get it fresh in my mind and nice. doing a, a read through of that. Let's see here. Uh, Dead Man Logan number 11. This is the second to last issue of this of this series. I honestly, man, I, I, I can't recommend it enough. I've really enjoyed this book very much. And it has taken, you know, over the course of, you know, 12 books is the total. So we're almost there. Really covered a lot of ground. I mean, it, I thought it was going to be uh, contained in, you know, the 616 universe. And uh, Wolverine was going to, you know, get revenge on Mesmero in the end. And it, it is not that. That was like a sliver of the story. And it has taken so many more turns and reveals and all this other good stuff. Not to mention the art, the art is very good as well. Uh, and it's got it's got some humor to it. 
Um, and and based on the art style, it it, it does it's not gritty in any way. So it's, the violence is not like overwhelming because there's a lot. Um, but I really like it, and I'm looking forward to the end of it just because I like this self-contained story. But um, if it's in any way consistent with the rest of the series, it's, it should be quite satisfying. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Deceased Five. This is also the second to last book of the series. This book is so bleak, but I really do enjoy it. I mean, this the anti-life equation is just ripping through um, DC, and and no one's mm-hmm. immune. I mean, I'm not going to give any tales, but like no one's been able to withstand it. I mean, some are have been able to last an extra few seconds, but uh, everyone's been taken down by this virus, and I don't know how they're going to wrap this up with one book to go, unless they just end it with like, and they all died. <laughs> that would be like, what? Are they, that'd cool. be depressed. Like, they, that's no. Nope. Here's this time around. What do you? That would be a unique way to end it. I feel like actually, just like, and yeah. you're dead. That that would be that. <laughs> anyway, and then House of X number six. This is the last book of that series. Uh, Powers of Ten uh, number six drops this week. Man, God, Jonathan Hickman is such a good storyteller, and they have really, really, really revitalized the X Men um, uh, line. Just the way that they have really uh, retcon things and are expanding on things and are, are just really making this an exciting. Um, preamble to the books relaunching this month and there's, there's a whole slew of them that are coming out uh out of the events of these two books killer so great uh, that's what i did this week so what what rating would you give the house of x is that out a- of 10 the whole sort of, sort of everything put together as one that you've been reading because they, they the, put the a lot of behind it obviously not the pa- well just that whole storyline of house of x powers <sighs> of 10 i mean i'm loath to give a 10 just because it means it can't get any better but nine I'm, I, I think it's fucking great. Right. I love it. Well, cool. I mean, what do you well, think? I'm happy for you. That's not quite as up to speed on X-Men stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's obvious to me that if I knew more, it would be even better. So, I mean, in, in terms of like art and the creativeness that I can see that's going into it with, uh, with the page layouts and how they're conveying the story and, you know, playing this up as a, as a major event. I mean, I, I can, see all that i mean so yeah i I would rate it high as well just in terms of being put together and being a big story and whatnot but um you know i certainly don't get the full grasp of things but i mean i've happily read it uh you know i think i'm a little more versed in x-men culture by having done so and that doesn't mean i don't know i I assume some of these new books will read the number ones as as reviews Uh, so maybe this will i think the the true test will come from you know, did Hickman pull me into any of those or to latch on with any characters or any sort of storyline uh, breaking out of this? So, you know, can you keep me interested beyond I mean, a major I'll event be such there. as this? And I mean, I'm worried about reading all of them. Like, shit, it's expensive. I'm sure that some some will some will separate from the pack. I mean, certainly the, the flagship X-Men book that he's doing is one that you should read because that's like the main one. And he's also, he's also doing New Mutants. Right. Which is like, well, shit, I got to read that one too. Because again, his books are just so good. The others I, I can't I can't speak to. I want to like Ex- Excalibur, but you know the uh, the what's it called? I already forgot the title of it. Uh, the Strike Force is not giving me uh, the not giving me the feels <laughs> based upon what I got um, from that narrative. So we'll see, I guess. All right. Well, we've got a decent amount of news uh, courtesy of New York Comic Con uh, this past weekend. Uh, the first thing I've got in here is Marvel is relaunching Thor with a new number one. So Thor. Currently coming to an end with its run with, with Jason Aaron, which has gotten 
a lot of pub, a lot of critical acclaim. Readers have loved it. Uh, you know, his Jane Foster run is being turned into the movie, essentially. And, and they are handing the reins over to a friend of the show, Donnie Cates, which I thought was, uh, was worth a mention. He's been doing things such as Venom and Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, he and artist Nick Klein of Deadpool are the new creative team. And they're, you know, relaunching with a new number one. And, uh, you know, we made a, a somewhat joke to, uh, to David in the last interview about, you know, well, Donnie Cates came on the show and his career took off. So maybe the same will happen for you. <laughs> this is the, this, this is a springboard for a lot of people. <laughs> this, yeah, for one person uh, in particular. I mean, I feel like we took the wind out of Nathan Edmonds. Nathan. Yeah, we, Edmonton. He, he was cresting when he got on our show. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had uh shoot we haven't had any big stars huh damn no arcudi no, that was pretty good i can see the um kelly, kelly thompson. Thompson. yeah i mean seriously hopefully we don't ruin her yeah. career i mean god that would please be no um <laughs> besides Donnie cates we got dc revealing the first look at tom king and mitch garrett's and doc shaner's strange adventures so this is his next next book about a singular character. Uh, you know, obviously he just finished up the uh, Heroes in Crisis uh, coming for uh, Strange Adventures. Nice. And we got our first look. I like it. All right. Uh, that's coming in 2020, so be on the lookout for that. James Wan uh, boards Hive Mind's Gideon Falls I'm adaptation. So this could be so uh, pretty cool. this book is supposed to go, by the way? I forget. I don't think it's yeah. an ongoing forever. I mean, his, his stuff doesn't yeah. typically do that anyways. But I mean, this is, this is another um, book that's taken a lot of turns. A lot of turns. Yes. Uh, but cool to see that they're getting some big names attached to it. And, uh, you know, hopefully I would like to see it sort of come to its conclusion before it fully gets into a, however right, it's going to yeah. be portrayed on the screen. Uh, that way you kind of just like have the story and then you're not juggling two stories and you know, the, the screen version doesn't need to go somewhere. The book didn't. Um, anyway, so hopefully it's not going forever. on forever. Forever. Uh, deceased increases in size for final issue. Number six, it will now be a 48 page title indicating more like 28 pages of content. Cool. All right. Well, we've enjoyed this. So the final run, number, number right, will six, you be we'll, there? Be, uh, we'll be there. Will, uh, will you be there? What? Okay, good. Yes, I will read it. Uh, we haven't talked about the Joker movie coming out. Neither neither of us has seen it. Uh, we both know some people that have. I imagine at, at some point, I have some friends that, that want to go this week, so maybe I'll, I'll get to it. Um, I, I bring that up because I know before Joker, they are showing the new Birds of Prey trailer, uh, which which came out. I'm did. assuming you took a peek at this. I mean, I think it looks good. Uh, thoughts? I mean- I think that it's, it goes without saying that Margot Robbie was the breakout of Suicide Squad. So it only makes, it only makes sense to give her this, this yes. vehicle. Um, I think that it, it looks great. Uh, Joker is not in it. In fact, they appear to have broken up or whatever. Um, but it, I mean, it looks fun. But then again, the Suicide Squad trailer also looked fun. So I'm going to, I'm going to reserve, I'm going to reserve. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Mr. J. J. Um, but yeah, I uh, it, 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 so far so good. But then again, it's easier to make a trailer than it is a film. Yeah, I've uh, I've been this is might sound stupid, but I've been rewatching at times when I run out of uh, podcasts to listen to. Really, uh, Entourage episodes. 
Yeah, it's uh, you know, easy to listen to and know the jokes without having to like watch it. Okay. So it's something to have on the background. Uh, but I only bring that up just because I recently ran through the Medellin season and where people love the Medellin trailer. And then of course, yeah, ended up, okay. yeah. I, I don't go to that. Actually, yeah. We could do a whole, we could do a whole show on entourage. We could, but we can't We could do a whole show. We can barely do one. We could barely do one on comics. Maybe we should. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then image comics had some news about uh, all the books that we love from them. So Nailbiter saga, the goddamned and more oh, yeah, returning from image. The biggest- take we have this <clears throat> excuse me is Nailbiter because that book ended it was over this is uh, this is Joshua Williamson yeah I thought Mike that was the case uh, isn't that also being turned to a TV show probably well, anyway the point is okay. when I saw that I mean we knew Saga was going to come back eventually and it's nice that, that there is and then over the next yeah. 16 months it's going to come back but the fact that they've actually announced that book which again I don't know how they could bring it, bring it back because they Unless, unless it's like, a, like like an anthology thing where it's you know, like it's not the same story. It's the same like idea. Does that make sense? Like 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 Black Mirror or something. Yeah, yeah. Or just uh, I don't know the different different time period. Different. I don't know. I mean, I guess you could do all, yeah, all, all, all kinds of do stuff. Exactly. I'm thinking something like exactly. the, the Fargo TV show. Also, um, something else that they also yeah. announced was a number of books from a lot of really awesome people. Uh, we're talking Jonathan Hickman, Jeff Lemire, Scott Snyder, Jason Aaron, Rick Remender, uh, Kieran Dwyer. I was supposed to be um, the other one, the other Kieran. Sorry, um, Terry Dodson, Matt Fraction, so Sean Phillips. So people are making book. We're making bookies, man. Big time. I like it. I did see on Instagram that Brian K. Vaughn said uh, that he wasn't going to have an announcement of dates for Saga, uh, but but did say that uh, Fiona's hard at work and their their sort of plan right now is to bank some issues. Like they didn't want to just come out and have one issue ready and then sort of be working their tails off behind the scenes. So they're going to try to, I guess they're trying to work yeah. like four to six issues ahead of time. So uh, hopefully it gets, yeah, well, once I they're good, they just I, start uh, releasing regularity. Our stuff signed whenever the fuck that was. And I asked him like, when's it coming back? And he's like, we haven't announced it yet. I was like, come on. He's like, 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 yeah, like he's gonna, like, I'm going to break the story. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. You give too many comics. Yeah, well, no one to the show anyway. I won't tell anyone. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen, it's fun uh, catching up. We will figure out this whole technology issue. And maybe if that sounds fine, yeah, we'll just keep well, using this because it appears well, to work we'll perfectly. <laughs> yeah. I'll be the judge of that. And uh, <laughs> we will chat again soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on too many comics.com. Check out the new artwork. Uh, hit us up on Twitter and online. Send us any notes. Let's, uh, let's talk some books. <laughs>